Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus and with Counter. As always, we are ready for another great episode. Counter, you well? I am great, Cyrus. Uh, after last night, all those games. <laughs> yeah, you just love basketball so much that it doesn't really matter what happens. You just want to see what's going on. Absolutely. I want to see great plays. Yeah, I mean, and we've had a week full of those. So um, it's been an exciting week of basketball, and we've got some really good topics to look um, forward to this particular episode. Before we get stuck into everything, uh, let's give us uh, uh, let's give you our social handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and at Post Up Zone on Facebook. There's also a website you can go to, which is www.postupzone.com for all things about the NBA from an African perspective. Kaunda. Yes, sir. So, this week was an incredible week for from a results perspective, mm-hmm. um, from a plays perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, we could talk about what Russell Westbrook did to Rudy Gobert. Unbelievable. Nah. Unbelievable. Uh, even even as, as a Laker fan, Cyrus, people that get posters. Dunk people get was posters all the time. It was nuts. That rocked the building. But then you had that. Then you look at a game like the, the Cleveland Cavaliers playing the Brooklyn Nets, and you're like, what? That, is that, happening. That, that was a game. That, that was a matchup Look, of note. MLK had a dream, and his dream was Came on through. MLK Day <laughs> for the basketball to be really thrilling. And that was some sensational basketball. I, I see what you did there. I see what you I did. I tried. There. I tried. It was terrible, <laughs> but I tried. So this week, we're going to start off the podcast by talking about two particular teams in the Eastern Conference who've been, one is, I guess, a real surprise package. The other one is one of those where, because of the start of the season, mm-hmm. it's kind of a surprise as to how well they've managed to, to really bounce back. So we're talking about the Miami Heat as the bounce back team and yep. the surprise package being the Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, these two teams are just, they're on another level right now, Counter. I mean, Miami Heat, you know, you look at the likes of Jimmy Butler and um, and Bam Adebayo returning, Kyle Lowry yep. joining that unit, Tyler Hero, who's my pick for sixth man of the year um, mm-hmm. at present, and and some of the other pieces that they've got, like Max Struess, who I, I, I love the look of in Summer League, and it's great to see him continue that form. Um, this is a team that has got all the pieces to have another deep run. I didn't even, I've left out PJ Tucker. Of course, Mr. Sneakerhead himself. And, and champion, let's not forget it. Yep. Um, so you look at that Miami Heat team and you think, this really is the makings of potentially another team to get all the way through to the NBA Finals again and, and maybe even go all the way and win it if they've got um, the wherewithal to do it. What uh, what have your thoughts been about the Heat so far? And we'll go into what you think their prospects are. <laughs> Cyrus, I, I've I've loved the look of this team, even at a time when you know um, Bam Adebayo and, and Jimmy Butler were out due to injuries and stuff. Mm. Uh, they've had also protocol issues here and yeah. there. I think this team is looking good, Cyrus. I, I, I mean, did you expect them to be at number two in the East at the moment? No, no, not, no, in, not, 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 not in a conference where you have the Brooklyn Nets. And, and the reigning champion, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and the Philadelphia 76ers that yeah. have Joel Embiid on the squad. Were you really expecting you know, the, 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 the Heat to be at number two? I mean, we, we're almost no. at the halfway mark, Cyrus. This team is looking great. I mean, and, and even you look at where, where they're sitting in terms of like, you, you know, points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game, mm. and even, you know, their opponents' uh, points allowed. This team is doing great, Cyrus. And, 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 and I think... Look, uh, in the bubble, they did great. I mean, they they, they gave yeah. it their all, and I think they left everything on that on that well, hardwood. Th- that picture of Jimmy Butler when he was, was exhausted, absolutely spent, 
just slumped over one of the advertising hoardings and he's just like, look, I've left it all on the floor. And, and that's and what I they think do, that, right? That spoke for the team. Mm. I, I think that, that picture did not only speak about Jimmy Butler, Cyrus. Yeah. It spoke about the Miami Heat and what they had managed to do. I mean, obviously they had the injury issues and that's why I think yeah. the, 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 the Lakers ended up having a good edge over them. But let's talk about this season, Cyrus. Mm. This team is performing well. And I'm surprised, and I'm going to put it there because I'm petty, why my man Kyle Lowry is not doing so well <laughs> in all-star voting. I'm putting it there because I'm petty, and I hope you listeners going to vote for my man Kyle Lowry. Look, it's tough to, to vote for Lowry ahead of some of the other guys. I mean, you know, you've got to give them, uh, give people credit for at least seeing somebody and saying, yeah, he's good, but is he better than DeMar DeRozan? We'll go into all-star stuff because there's some really inter- interesting conversations around how people have been viewed, where they're actually playing versus where mm-hmm. like the position they're playing in, in the games versus where they're, they're ranked in terms of, of position in voting. Yeah. Um, like DeMar DeRozan is actually playing more as a forward this season, yeah. but he's listed as a guard. So, you know, it, and then with his form, anyway, we'll get into that another time. But <laughs> I do think that your point about Kyle Lowry is really interesting because he has been the kind of player that the Heat have needed. Goran yep. Dragic did a really great job for them for so many years. Uh-huh. But the thing about Dragic was that obviously, as he got older, things became a little bit more difficult for him mm-hmm. from an execution perspective. Yep. Lowry, not that he's that much younger, I think he might even be a little bit older, has managed to to keep his game so consistent that he can bring players in. He's basically the Heat's Chris Paul, right? He, yep. he, he dishes the ball around, reads the game so well, hits really big shots when he needs to, and, and takes charges. He's one of the best players on the defensive end mm-hmm. because of the effort levels that he puts in. He yep. fits into that Heat culture so, so well. Absolutely, Cyrus. I mean... I- Lowry has been that guy since his, uh, you know, Houston Rockets days. I mean, people forget about chubby Kyle Lowry from the Houston Rockets. Goodness. Who got a little bit smaller when he went to Toronto. I think the diet was I wish he got a little bit smaller. (laughs) But yeah, no, he did. He did. Look, I I mean, this is the thing about the Heat, though, right? Is that if you look at, at, uh, you mentioned how well they've done in terms of the the, the general traditional stats. I mean, it's interesting, though, because... They don't necessarily light the league up in terms of points per game. They're 14th in the NBA as we're recording this. Um, rebounds per game, they're 16th. But they're 8th in assists a game, mm-hmm. which means that they share the ball really well. And yep. that is a sign of a, a really well-coached team. Eric Spolstra is probably the best coach in the NBA right now. Champion? Whoa. Probably the best coach in the NBA right now. If you look at the players that he has at his disposal and, Greg and Popovich. what they get out of him. Greg Popovich was the greatest coach Happened to to last year. But I I, not and I wouldn't even say (laughs) last year. I think the problem with Pop is that he's coaching well on bad teams. Uh And I think that what you've got is um, there's, there's an issue in San Antonio with regards to the makeup of that roster yeah. uh, that, that hasn't been dealt with for a long time. And the Heat haven't got that level of, of issue when it comes to their roster. They've got good players, but they don't necessarily have um, superstars all the way through. Jimmy Butler yeah. is a great player, but would you count Jimmy Butler as a superstar? In my head, Cyrus, he's at the precipice of becoming a superstar. I he, think he's, he, he's he's touching it. He can he can see he it. He can see it, and and I think he can almost feel it. But but, but he's I, not I, that. I, I, I think he hasn't had the pieces around him to enable him to become a superstar. If you know what I mean. Uh, some people might say that superstars don't need the pieces, 
those pieces will be there in order for get for them to become champions. Uh-huh. Jimmy Butler is the kind of guy who is he's a star. There's no question. Yeah. I don't think Jimmy Butler is in the same league as a Giannis or a LeBron um, or, or, a or even a yeah or a Steph, even a Joel Joel Embiid. You know, he's great, but he's not the kind of guy who takes over games uh, consistently. Like, you know what you're going to get from Jimmy Butler. He's going to give you absolutely everything he's got. Mm-hmm. But he's just not quite that superstar level, at least in my eyes. At the, uh, uh, but I do think that... I, I beg to differ, but let's move right along. We'll Look, fight about this in the parking lot. There's no need for a fight. I'm just <laughs> stating facts here, Kounder. But when you look at the pieces that they have, they really they complement each other well. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening with the Heat. So we were talking about the fact that the traditional stats, they're doing quite well. And defensively, Cyrus? So defensively, this is where it's, it's really interesting because they are fourth in the NBA in terms of opponents' points allowed. Mm-hmm. So they've got one of the best defenses if you're looking at the traditional stats. But now yeah. from an advanced stats perspective, this is where you really see it. Offensive rating, mm-hmm. the Heat are fourth in the NBA, which means that they're shooting efficiently and yeah. they, they, they've got a really good def- um, offense. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one thing you need in order to win a championship. To win games and to win a championship, yeah. The other thing is defense. And defensive rating, they are seventh in the NBA, which means that you've got a good offense, you've got a good defense, it puts you at second spot in the Eastern Conference. Their net rating is really high. They're fifth in the NBA at the moment. So wow. this, is, this is a team that has got all the makings of a championship-caliber team, and this now leads us back to the point where you are like, winning a championship... I think that they are one or two pieces potentially away from being a, a true title contender. Okay, Cyrus. Most of the teams that win championships, right? If, yeah. you, if you look back over the years, they've got a superstar. Yeah. If you look at the uh-huh. Bucks, you look at the Lakers, you, you look at the Raptors. The you know, Warriors. The Warriors. All, all those guys are yeah. like superstars. Now, if Jimmy Butler, this is a sidebar question, was to lead the Heat to a championship, this season, is he a superstar? Would you make him a superstar? Is he better than Kawhi Leonard, or is he in the same realm as Kawhi Leonard? Because I think we have to look no, at him as think, being. I, I think he's a level they're two-way, lower. They're two-way players, right? Yeah, and that's that's my view. I, I think he's a level below Kawhi, and and I don't think look, it really all comes down to what happens. Let's say the Heat make it to another NBA Finals, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say, um, Ka- uh, like all things considered, everybody's fit. The teams are at at, at uh, full strength on, yep. on, on both sides. Is Jimmy Butler the best player in any series? And that will come down to what his stats are. Mm-hmm. If he leads that team to a championship, maybe he'd become an all, a superstar at that point. Okay. But right now, he's a star player. All right. And I think that you can win championships with star players. I think that's what we had with the Golden State Warriors in 2015. And, um, you know, they, they were a really good team mm-hmm. who had some star players on that team yeah. that elevated themselves to superstars mm-hmm. by winning that, that championship in 2015. Yes, there were things that went their way. Kevin Love's injury, Kyrie getting hurt as well, yeah. all of that stuff. But they raised their game to win the championship. And then once they hit that ceiling, they were like, hang on. We've got the belief. We know we can do we this. Can Let's live go here. for it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think the Heat are not quite there. But uh, And Jimmy Butler is not quite there in terms of a superstar. But I think that this team could, if they can get one other star player in, maybe, mm-hmm. it gives them an absolute, like the best chance to beat every single team. Because you think about how, how this Heat team plays. And then you you look at them against any of the other opponents that they'd have in the Eastern Conference. Yep. They make life life difficult for everyone. 
you could almost almost match Bam with 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 Giannis. It's not a great match, uh, but you could almost match Bam with Giannis because he he's really good defensively. Battle of the Jalofs. I get it, but uh, yeah. But Giannis would would probably would win that ma- battle, right? Yeah. But but you bring up something interesting, Cyrus. So if Ben Simmons mm-hmm. was to go to the Heat, they'd have to give up too much to get him. That, that's the only problem. But if they could come up with some, some deal that still leaves there Tyler is, Hero and Bam Adebayo. There's no <laughs> deal that exists. There is no deal. They don't have any of those other they, pieces. They, they would be a contender, though. Yeah. In, in my dreamy you know, state, dreaming that Ben Simmons magically appears at the, yeah. at the heat, I think they would contend. Look, I, I, I get you there. I just think that there's you know, a team of Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler... Um, Bam Adebayo and any other would be a really, really great team. Yep. But trying to assemble that team is an impossibility. Absolutely, especially with the other pieces around them. But but anyway, out of my dreams and back to reality, the Heat are fantastic. And I I think that they're playing well and, and they deserve to be where they are, especially looking at the struggles that some of the other teams, which we may have deemed better at the beginning of the seasons, the, the struggles mm-hmm. they've had, I, th- I, th- I think the, the, the Heat are good. And when you look into those advanced stats, I mean, who, who, who can argue against you? No, exactly, exactly. But then there's a lot of people who hate advanced analytics because they're like, man, that doesn't tell you the story, man. Too much mathematics, you know. Cyrus. Too much <laughs> mathematics. But, that is, but you haven't actually given me your prediction. Do you, what do you think the Heat ceiling is? I think they can get a deep, playoffs berth mm-hmm. and, 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 and and to be honest with you everything worked in their favor in, in, in that uh, championship run in, 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 the, the in the bubble run because yeah. there was a to, lot to of things the there were a lot of things that were happening and, and and the team is more or less the same yeah. you know you know give or take a Kyle Lowry here and uh, you know other uh, uh, PJ Tucker here but it, it, I, I think at the moment now that it's 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 almost even Stevens and the, no mm-hmm. everybody's playing from their own location in their own areas. I think it'll be a difficult run. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for them to be performing this way, but the postseason is something else. So, so you're saying just a deep uh, run? You don't expect them to to make it? Do you think maybe what Eastern Conference Final? They could make an Eastern Conference, but you final. don't see NBA Finals. I don't see an NBA Finals. They're, they're too many as, as their as their highest ceiling. I'm not saying that that's what they will do. I'm saying like this team as it's constructed. Do you think they could make an NBA Finals? No, okay. they they can make an Eastern Conference Finals. That's about it. They, okay. They're just too many hardcore teams in the East right now. Okay, okay. I mean, look, uh, each to their own. I do think that the way this team looks. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything being perfect for them, mm-hmm. I could see them going to the NBA, fi- uh, the, the the, NBA finals. The NBA finals. Yeah. Wow. In the same way that Phoenix did last year. That I think that Phoenix didn't have a lot of really great players, but they had a great team. And they had two star players, three star players in that team that mm-hmm. really lifted them when they needed it against teams that had one or two superstars on them. Okay. So that's the way I view it. Um, so there's another team. That we want to talk about. These are the surprise packages in the Eastern Conference. The Cleveland Cavaliers. The LeBron James-less Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Um, there was a really interesting quote um, attributed to Darius Garland the other day. Mm-hmm. Where somebody was interviewing him about stuff. And he says, you know what's great for this city? Is that we're doing all of this post-LeBron. Everything that's ever been good about Cleveland basketball in the past has been LeBron-centered. Yeah. Now we're doing it on our terms. 
Um, some might view it as being a little disrespectful. I don't think so. No, I, I no. Think, I think he's, he's definitely got a good point. Tell me about what you think about the Cleveland Cavaliers. I, I think they're looking nice, Cyrus. And the fact that it's a, it's a young core anchored by the veteran experience of one Kevin Love. You know, we, we, we love Kevin Love. Yeah, Maybe I've that's why it's Kevin Love. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Buddy Love. Kevin not Buddy Love. Love, but Kevin Love. Cyrus... Look, I'll go back to that comment, you know, as one of the biggest LeBron fans, right? With all due respect, uh, heroes, and, and it he, is due. He, heroes come and heroes go. Yeah. And, and, and even right now, we can say the, the, the Bulls are doing well. We yeah. haven't seen the Bulls look this impressive since Jordan. And, and the good thing is they're doing it post-Jordan. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I or, mean, it's, or, at, at this stage, it's post-post. Post-post-Jordan. <laughs> or, or even post-Derrick Rose, Rose yeah. post-Jimmy Butler days. You, you know, I mean, there comes a time. And, and Cleveland can't just be the bottom feeders forever just yeah, because exactly. their superstar left. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and I'm glad Years gonna, ago. Years ago. Well, he left like two years ago. Years ago. <laughs> Cyrus, I like the fact that Darius Garland is growing into a, super, into a star right now. Yeah. I like the fact that Colin Sexton also is impressive. Even Mobley is, is impressive. I, I, I like the fact that they got the fro, the new fro. Mm, no, obviously Jared not, Allen. Not the original fro. No, because uh, that, that guy. That guy's a Hall of Famer, and I yeah. think he watches it from home or from the sidelines. But the, Jared Allen, they've they, they got Kevin Love's experience, and, and they've got other young pieces. Even uh, Larry McKinnon, who looks yeah. very average at the Bulls, but now he's he, been he, given. He, he had a, gr a hot start at the Bulls and mm -hmm. then sort of tapered, tapered off. off. And but he's now, looking good again. He's back. So, so I, I'm quite happy that the Cleveland Cavaliers are doing what they're doing, Cyrus, because, you know, I got a soft spot for that squad because, you know, I was a big Cavs fan when LeBron played there. Yeah. And them sitting at the sixth spot in the East, I like it. It's, it's real, a real testament also to um, Bickerstaff, their coach, uh, because this team really is well-coached well liked because they do things the right way mm -hmm. and um and and they're also going in their, their own direction because if you think about how most teams are constructed these days yeah it's primarily just throw as many shooters into the mix as possible and see what happens mm -hmm. this is a big team these guys play with size yep. so when you look at at the size of a lot of these the, the players that, that are on the court mm -hmm. you're like okay i mean they can hold their own against a lot of different teams so you've got evan mobley the rookie he's standing at 611 um you've got uh, laurie markinen he's also 611 um and then jared allen is 610 yep so you play those three all at the same time and you're like okay wow we are going into a herd of trees here there's a forest here in cleveland and and so uh, at times on court the tallest or rather the shortest person on court is is the point guard and that's Darius Garland and he's 6-1. Yep. So you know the the players around him um have got size, they've they've got skill and even and Rajan Rondo and Ricky Rubio are 6-1 and 6-2. Yeah, so you know, and, and, <laughs> it's not a short I mean, squad. It's it's so sad that 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 Rubio got injured mm -hmm. uh, cuz he was playing so well for this team. But you've also got as you mentioned the veteran Kevin Love, he's 6-8. Yep. So there there are a lot of guys with size in this and they they, they do have some shooting. Love can shoot the ball, Laurie Markin can shoot the ball a bit. Yep. Darius Garland is just the the tip of the spear because he is so so smart for a youngster. Um, he's going out there and doing things that a lot of vet ha vets haven't been able to do. Uh -huh. um, and this is his third season in the league. He's 21 years old. So, you know, I, I like what's happening in Cleveland. Uh, let's look at the stats. Do, but though. do you know what I like as oh, yeah. well, what's happening in Cleveland? Yeah. They have an African rookie. 
Yes, they do. <laughs> Isaac Okoro. <laughs> yeah. And he's been really, really interesting. I mean, he's, he's, he's actually a sophomore. Oh, he's a um, sophomore. Yeah, he's a sophomore. Why did I think he was a rookie? Yeah, My bad, you, Isaac. You didn't watch the Cleveland Cavaliers last season. That's why. Um, <laughs> My bad, least, Isaac. I'll send you an email. Yeah, please do. Uh, you know, reinstate him as, as a sophomore. No, <laughs> but Okoro's so good defensively, you know, and he's 6'5". So he gives you another sort tree. Of, <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's called a mid-size in the NBA, right? Yeah. Uh, but from at the guard position, um, he's got length, he's got height. So he gives you a lot of defense. And, and like in that game against the Nets that the, the Cavs won mm-hmm. um, late on, on on MLK Day, it was incredible to watch him guard the likes of James Harden yep. and Kyrie Irving. And especially Kyrie. He stayed in front of him when lots of other players have not been able to do that. And right at the... like. Clutch time, end of the game, last four, uh, last two minutes of the game, Kyrie couldn't get free of this guy. He was on him like a bad rash. It was incredible. Stick to him like glue. And, and, and I like a, a defender that can do that to, to, to an elite guard, especially mm. one with handles the likes of the, the ones Kyrie carries yep. around. You know, I mean, that just speaks to the future of this youngster, right? No, exactly, exactly. All they need to do is work on his offensive game, and mm-hmm. you're going to see a player who will light up the league. In a way, he reminds me a lot of another sort of African player, that is Oji Ananobi. Uh-huh. Um, good size, great wingspan, great defensive lead, needed work on, on, on his offensive game, and has done so. And I think Okoro, you can see the pathway to what success will be like for him if he can just take another couple jumps. Uh, my perfect scenario for Isaac Okoro mm-hmm. is him becoming the likes of a Victor Oladipo when he was at the Pacers. Uh-huh. You know, where he finds his offensive game, he's got a good shot, and he's taking it to teams. Yeah. Once he does that, you've got the makings of an all-star. Absolutely. Um, but, but let's go back to the stats here, and this is where it gets really interesting for the Cavs, because um, I'll ask you about what you think their ceiling is, um, and I'm sure you'll answer that. But <laughs> their points per game, they're 20th in the 30-team NBA mm-hmm. um, in points per game. Rebounds per game, they're 15th with all of that size. But they're 7th in assists, and they're, most importantly, 3rd in opponents' points allowed. So their defense is really the key thing for them. So they've got to really work on the offensive side of things. And if you look at the advanced metrics, they're 13th in offensive rating, which is just not good enough for a team that might have um, aspirations. But they're still a young team. Mm -hmm. Defensive rating, they're 3rd in the NBA. So you want to have... That defense sorted. Somebody said the the best way to understand uh, or to build a team is to have a great defense because that is also on an effort level thing. You know the guys are, are committed to that. Mm-hmm. And then you can work in your offense. Try and bring in some offensive help if you need to because their net rating, they're fourth in, in the NBA in net rating. So I'm going to ask you this. What do you think the ceiling is for this Cavs team this season? Um. Ah, can I be nice or can I be me? Just be you. Just be me. Uh, I think first round uh, postseason. You think first, first round. round exit? Yeah. They, this is not the LeBron-led Cleveland Cavaliers no, that, it, that, that, that used to drive uh, a Chevy through uh, Toronto like it was just fun and games. Yeah. Uh, it's a different Cleveland Cavaliers. And, and, and with all due respect to the youngsters, I mean, they, 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 they got that energy. I think, I think they're going to grow and become a, a, a bigger... Uh, fr- a bigger franchise to be spoken about mm. but I think at, at this stage looking at who they would come up against um, I, I think they still have uh, quite a bit of work to do and yeah. uh, I, I think first round it, it's not embarrassing it's not bad no it wouldn't be and I mean if you look at it they'd probably play the likes of I mean what is that uh, the Bucks maybe the Nets so you know it, those are really tough matchups yep 
and, and, and you, you know that, that those are not teams you 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 sneeze at. First of all, no. if you if you got a, a a Nets team at full strength or a Bucks team at full strength, no, you, you are you, going home early. That's that's generally the case. <laughs> um, but I like this Cleveland team. I can't disagree with you. I think that a first round exit is probably the most likely thing. But it's been so great to watch them. Yeah. If they can get better seeding, maybe they might give themselves a chance of potentially making it to the second round. Mm-hmm. I do think that all things considered, you know, if they do somehow manage to to rise up the standings and get into a position where they're like maybe the third seed, mm-hmm. um, who knows? But the thing is that they could be a third seed and still play the Nets or the Bucks. So, you know, and, and then you've got real questions to answer. But we're going to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers where they are. It's been incredible. They've got some real big decisions to make as well because Colin Sexton has been out injured and he's due a new contract in the offseason. Yep. And they're probably not going to extend his contract because he'd, he'd be looking for something fairly big, uh, having come off some really good um, performances, performances in yeah. his first few years in the NBA. So th- th- there's a lot of things that the, the Cavs have to look at. Um, in in terms of continuing their rebuild, and the rebuild is looking great. But um, yeah, we're going to leave them there. So, Kounder, in terms of our general discussion uh, of, for this particular podcast, I want to move over to one player-focused thing. All right. And this player-focused discussion is centered around our Cameroonian superstar, Joel Embiid. He right. dropped 50 points on the Orlando Magic. 5-0. 50 points and didn't look back. In fact, if anything, the Orlando Magic don't know what hit them. <laughs> and he, he was just sensational in that game. Um, yeah. 50 points, 12 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, they just didn't know what to do. And the most incredible thing about that was people always say, man, it's the Magic. He did it in 27 minutes. Yeah, no, but Cyrus, the fact is he did it. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I mean. To me, it's like it's not as if he had an extra large hoop. You 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 shoot at the, <laughs> same, at hoop the same hoop, yeah, as everybody else. So if you do it, you do it. You know, I mean, I mean, this is a a game that ended one ten one twenty three. Mm. So without his fifty points, obviously <laughs> the seventy sixes oh. would have lost. Yeah, but, there's that. Somebody else would have had to step up. But 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 Cyrus, like scoring. 50 of the 123 points that that, that is nuts. something else i mean that that those are kobe numbers that we're talking about you know what i mean those are no the steph numbers those are that's what that's what you you, you wow. want you know your superstar guy to do it when uh he's in good form and the team needs him mm-hmm. i mean you know he also had three blocks in that game and a steal you know Embiid was all over the place and the magic just had no answer for him over the last 10 games he's averaging 31.4 um, points per game and 9.7 rebounds a game with 4.5 assists as well and 1.1 blocks this guy is doing it all is Joel Embiid a real um, potential candidate for MVP because last season we talked about Embiid we talked about him and Jokic battling but I think he, he hasn't really dropped in terms of product productivity I think he's as good as he was before I think he's ma- he's maintained Cyrus, and I, and that's a great thing for me, especially with all the uh, drama that's been surrounding the Philadelphia 76ers around, mm. uh, you know, um, one Ben Simmons yeah. and and you know just the the the, the general makeup of uh, the, the roster, 76ers yeah. roster. And when when Andre Drummond joined them, I also thought maybe it would take the ball out of Joel's hand more, mm. which it has a little, but still the impressive thing is. 
his performance has not dipped. Yeah, Although I mean he, they need him. He, yeah, uh, and it hasn't dipped, and he, he remains that de facto leader of, of of this squad. He he he's putting up great performances. He's an entertainer. He's yeah. got his socials on lock. He's African. He does. Cyrus, I, I want him to be the, the next African MVP. That, that, that's all I'm saying. I think. Oh man! With That'll all due so respect good. to to Jokic, I think who also had a monster evening. He had a triple yeah, double. He did triple yeah. double with 49 points. 49 point triple double. But 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 Joel Embiid for me, I think. He, he deserves it. You, you, you remember when, I, I think it was James Harden deserved it, but we couldn't move over the fact that uh, Russell Westbrook had had that triple-double triple double season. season yeah. then the game. And, and I think what happened last season, and, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong, what happened last season is that Jokic did so many great things, you, you had to give it to Jokic. And Embiid got injured. And Embiid got injured. But I think this season, if he carries on with this trajectory, I think Embiid is deserving of an MVP Look, recognition. I, I don't know. I, I would not bet against him, um, though his body has always failed him late in the season. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a tough one because I, I really like Joel Embiid as a player and as a character. Look, Cyrus, he's come a long way from the broken feet that made him miss two of his two rookie years. and sophomore seasons. So to start his career, yeah. He, he, he's come a long way, and, I, and I'm glad he looks after his body and, and you know works on his craft. And... Uh, does more ball than socials now, which well, is fantastic. That's what you want him to focus on. He is a dad now. Yeah, so, well, well. you know, that's also changed. But, I mean, he's like fourth in the NBA in points per game at the moment. He's averaging about uh, 28 points per game. And when you look at just how important that is for this um, this this Philly team, you realize that they, they need to make some moves now. This Ben Simmons thing cannot be expected to to go all the way through the entire season and they don't they don't deal with it because they've got the seventy sixers have got their best chance at doing something special um, with this current iteration of Joel Embiid, mm -hmm. and they have to build around him. But, you you know, but Cyrus, let me ask you this question: Yeah, if you were any other team mm -hmm. that knew that Ben wants out of Philly, would you ever would you ever offer them top dollar? Well, I think the thing about it is I don't think that you 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 try to find a, a middle ground. Because or, if you're, or, if you're, or, you, or you try, no, you lowball, you lowball at first, them, right? But this is also where you see just how tough things have been from a Philly perspective as well. Because people would have been lowballing them from the beginning, but like, yeah, but you know, this guy's a problem. You're not gonna hold on to him. Come on, give him to us for like a bag, a bag of potato chips. Yeah, and they'd be like, no, we know what it is. You're not gonna tell us that these are magic beans, but you know. <laughs> but Cyrus, <laughs> there is. I mean, I read uh, an article this morning. There's a, there's a chance that. If they don't find a deal for him, he will sit out the rest of the season in Philly. And I understand that that's a possibility. Yeah. But with regards to like Joel Embiid's uh, great season and our conversation around that, the Sixers have got to be able to get rid of or rather move on from Ben from Simmons, Simmons. Yeah, and he's get some good pieces back. He, he's wasting Embiid's uh, exactly. twilight years, right? Exactly. Not quite <laughs> Not twilight, twilight years, but, but very best but years. He, he, he's... Uh, what, what, what do you call them? His best years in yeah, the season. Yeah, this is his prime. This is his prime. And then the the, the drama, this, and, and I'll do the last sidebar. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of when Meta World Peace and, and, and Jamil O'Neill. <laughs> Jermaine O'Neill. Jermaine O'Neill. And who's the other one? Uh, the Jack Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson messed up Reggie Miller's chances of a, of a championship because of bad behavior. This is the same thing. Prime Joel Embiid. 
drama Ben Simmons. It's, it's, it's interesting you go there rather than say when Patrick Ewing was at the Knicks and the yes. Knicks just didn't bring in the stars that complimented him enough. Um, no, you see, th- this, this is the situation. The, the three guys I mentioned, Artest, mm. uh, Jackson, and O'Neal, yeah. were stars that were going to help no, they were. Uh, they were. They were going to help uh, Reggie get that chip, but they misbehaved. Same thing. Uh, Simmons could have helped Joel Embiid get this championship had he behaved, if you will, and, and potentially helped himself, right? And helped himself get a championship as well. But mm. because he's feeling himself, Joel Embiid is like, "But dude, yeah, look, it's it's a, it's a tough one. Daryl Morey's got to make a move, though. For me." I, I don't see him, this game of chicken that he's playing with Ben Simmons mm-hmm. has got to end sometime. And I think yeah. that the Sixers have got the opportunity to get some real talent in to help complement Embiid and get this team over the line. Um, but I think the last words on Joel Embiid, you say that he should be in an MVP conversation. I think he should be the MVP if he stays the way he is. Okay. He should be Look, the MVP. I don't see how he beats out Kevin Durant, but I'm with you on that. Um, the thing is, KD's just been so, so good. Obviously, this injury doesn't help him. And actually, if you really look at it, um, Steph's sort of uh, winding down of his form a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, KD getting injured. Uh, LeBron is is really put his name in the mix now because he's been <laughs> so good. Yeah. But there's a chance that Joel Embiid, Jokic, or Giannis could really be the MVP if they just step it up a notch, uh, you know, after the All-Star break. Yeah. So it's everything to play for in the NBA at the moment. Um, speaking of everything to play for, we're coming to the end of the podcast calendar. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means? Titting! It's time for the post-up <laughs> betting corner, powered by Betcoza. Um, this is the part of the show where we look at five games that you need to watch and take a bet on. Um, there's some really good action out there, and we try to give you the best games possible. So we're going to start on Saturday morning looking at the Chicago Bulls playing the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee, 3 a.m. Central African time on Saturday morning. Kaunda, Bucks versus Bulls. I got the Bucks in that one. Plus, so they're, they're playing in Milwaukee. Yeah, I got the Bucks in that. Okay, I think I'm also going to go Bucks in this one. I think Giannis has sort of hit his form. Chris Middleton's been good. They are missing Drew Holiday really badly. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the Bucks should win that one. Now, interestingly, right, if you look at Sunday morning, um, that's there's a, a really, really interesting game, which is the Kings taking on the Bucks. And you want to know why it's interesting? Because yep. it's on SABC in South Africa. Okay. Not this necessarily that the teams are great, but... That it's at a, you know, well, the it's bucks are great. Cost, yeah, the bucks are great. <laughs> who, who doesn't want to see that? So, 2 a.m. Central African time, Sunday yeah. morning, Kings versus Bucks. I'm not even going to ask you who you got in this one. I think yeah, it's a Bucks sweep in, the, bucks in those sweep. two games. Look, look, I like the fact that it's on SABC, which is also found on a, another satellite platform, which makes it available all over Africa. Yeah. So, you know, you, you should be able to watch the basketball. No excuses. Yep. Um, Sunday night is a really interesting one as well. You've got the Clippers taking on the Knicks. That game is the NBA Sunday's game on ESPN. 8 p.m. Central African time on Sunday. Clippers versus Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Your pick, Counter. I fancy those young Knicks, Cyrus. They're going to teach the Clippers a lesson. Knicks to beat the Clips. That's what yep. you believe. Knicks to beat the Clips. If there's one thing that Madison Square Garden has done <laughs> so often is made superstars from the visiting team. Yep. I'm going with the Clippers on this one. Wow. And, and, and watch something insane happen like Reggie Jackson goes for 40. You know, something nuts is going to happen. The Knicks, I just don't know. Well, but 
I'm going Clippers in that one. Clippers? Yeah. Wow. You so, are a very... Uh, I, I'm, I, look, uh, we'd probably get really good odds on a Clippers win in New York. Uh, absolutely. So our next game is Celtics taking on the Wizards. That's at half past 10 um, on Sunday night, uh, Central African time. So if you're listening anywhere else in the world, you know you just have to do your conversions. But half past 10, Central African time. Celtics, Wizards. Cyrus, the, the, the Wizards have had some good games recently. Mm. And the Celtics have struggled a little bit. Yeah. But, but, but I've got a feeling there's a gift waiting for them in Washington. And yeah. this is the one where the Celtics take it. So you say Celtics. I think this is the one where you're going to see like my man, um, the Gambian uh, German Dennis, Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder yeah. come up big in this game. And, okay. uh, and, and Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, of course, are going to be big. So, yeah, big shout out to uh, Kyle Kuzma. But, uh, yeah. Look, I, and I hear Bill. you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm going with the Wizards in this one. I think the home team. Why? Uh, the home team have got some players who really need to step up. We haven't seen Spencer Dinwiddie do what he should be doing, mm-hmm. and so I think the guard bat- battle is really where it's going to be quite intriguing. The Wizards are good defensively. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Celtics are as good, and um, I think that's why I'm giving it to the Wizards here. Okay. And and I also like the kid Rui Hachimura. I think he could do something really nice in that game. And Montrez Harrell, who's yeah, a good Trez, friend of uh, the post-up zone. That he is. That he is. Um, our final game to look out for. Lakers take on the heat. It's Monday morning, 1 o'clock in the morning, Central African time on Monday. Counter's laughing because he's like, the Lakers, I love them, but do I need this? Cyrus, the Lakers are going to lead this game, mm-hmm. and then they're going to lose it in the third quarter. What? <laughs> His crystal ball is out. He knows his team. He knows exactly what the Lakers do. They're going to be very impressive. I mean, it's going to be like, hey, guys, remember the bubble when we beat you? Yeah, we're going to beat you again. Then They're going to beat them for two quarters. Then come the third <laughs> quarter, they're going to mess around and lose that lead. And then they're going to get frustrated but, in but the fourth is, quarter. This is a rematch of, those, of that NBA Finals in 2020. LeBron goes back to South Beach. I mean, there's so many stories But here. he's not taking Anthony Davis with him. That's, well, he is, but... You know what but I mean. AD's not playing. <laughs> AD's not playing. So, okay, yeah. So, you're saying Heat to win? Yeah, I got to go with the Heat with this one. They're motivated. Wow. They're, 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 and they're at home. They're, that, that nice, warm... Well, it's winter still there. But it's it's always it's, sunny. It's warmish. It's always warmish in yeah. Miami. So, yeah, it's the Heat for me, Cyrus. I'm, yeah. I'm a Lakers fan and all, but it's the Heat. You're a realist, too. Yeah. I'm going with the Heat as well. I think this game is one that the Heat should be winning. Um, they've got their team playing at a, at, at, at a good pace. They're yep. playing uh, really good basketball. And the Lakers are just up and down. It's unbelievable. They're like a heart rate monitor. Um, more down than up. Well, uh, yeah. then that, that's really struggling hard. That. But um, that's been your post-up betting corner powered by Betcoza. Um, just remember, no persons under the age of 18 are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. There is a national responsible gambling program in South Africa. You can get in touch with them on 0800 006 008 or WhatsApp help on 076-675-0710. That is really where we have to leave the show. Um, We've had a really, really great chat calendar. It's been great talking to you about all things NBA as usual. But, you know, it wouldn't be the Poster Podcast if I didn't have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. Hit me with it. Yeah, I'm going to hit you with this question, and it might take a little bit of thought here, right? Okay, I love those. So, we talked about the fact that Ben Simmons should probably leave the Philadelphia 76ers. No, he will. Right? Well, we know he will. Who do you think as a team, and I want you to give me maybe two 
or three destinations that you think could benefit the most from having Ben Simmons on their roster? That's a tough one, Sai. That's a tough one. I think I think um Lord. Are you talking a contender or just a team team? Any but it could be a contender, could just be a team. Who do you think would benefit the most from having Ben Simmons? I can give you my picks. Give me your picks. So I'll give you one to, to kickstart this. You know who he would be incredibly good on? Mm-hmm. The Golden State Warriors. I was going to say that, but uh, you know I've got beef with the Warriors. Yeah, I know you've got beef with the Warriors. We know you, Kanda. I'll give you another one. Yep. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Sounds like a 90s uh, house song. Are you ready for this? Are you this? ready for this? Showing our age. Um, I think that Ben Simmons would be great in a rebuilding Sacramento Kings. Sacramento, Sacktown. Let's okay, send him Cyrus. out to the sticks. You, you, want, you want to send him west. Now, yeah. let, 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 let me tell you where I think Ben Simmons would do wonders. Yeah. I think Ben Simmons would do well in Portland. He'd do I right think he, he, he would do well in the Trailblazers. We all know that the, the, the McCollum and, and Lillard. Lillard combo, we've tried. Yeah. We, we've tried everything. It's gotten as far as it can go. Yeah, it's reached its ceiling and, and it won't work. Uh, another place where he, he probably would do well. And it's. I think he just needs to go west because that, that, like that eighties group, go uh-huh. west. <laughs> Ooh, we're bringing out the hits. He needs to go west. Do you know where he needs to go? Where? He needs to go downstairs at the crypto.com <laughs> <laughs> arena <laughs> to the L.A. Clippers. Uh, now I will. I will give you that. That would be really interesting uh, because you'd have him. Potentially, they'd have to give up on on, on Paul George, yeah, right? Yeah, they'd have to give up Paul George. So him and Kawhi Leonard in the same team. Still How would that work? With no shooters. Unbelievable. But I do like your optimism. Um, <laughs> Kanda, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much, my brother. It's been great as always. All right. We'll see you all next week. We definitely will. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure you keep interacting with us on our social media platforms. It's at Post Up Podcast on Twitter at PostUpZone on Instagram and at PostUpZone on Facebook. Also visit PostUpZone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. From me, Cyrus. From me, Kaunda. It is goodbye and we will see you again next week for another great episode.